Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things mecha. Jump ship incoming. Hello, everybody. <laughs> as, as we all start laughing. What? Well, it's such a long pause. What is happening? And the hello was creepy. I feel like I should shower now. <laughs> well, you, you can you can do that, but we got to record, Pat. So, welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, episode forty-two. It's and I am I am one of your hosts, Brian. And I'm Chopper. And it's the answer to the life, universe, and everything. We're there. Are we we made it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Rob, by so, the way. Yeah, that that's also Rob. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were saying you were the answer to <laughs> the the. <universe. laughs> No. Which, you know, you're a pretty good guy, Rob. But you wouldn't go that far? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. But uh, welcome to another fun-filled episode. It is, it is getting late in 2021 here. In cold. Um, welcome in cold. But uh, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's hop on over to the dropship and talk about what we're working on. Dropship landing. So welcome to the dropship. This is the air section of the show that we talk about what we're working on uh, as far as hobby and craft and putting mechs together. So I'm going to pass it over to Rob. What have you got going on? Yeah, I wish I'd been doing all those fun things, but uh, I haven't <laughs> done much. I did paint up uh, some ghost, bar, ghost, bur, ghost bear elementals. I did a star of them. It was fun. It's the first elementals I painted. And I was really proud of their little jet plumes with their backs. It's from the uh, BattleTech Kickstarter, so I got an extra. I got some extra elementals from that. So I painted them as ghost bears because I like them. And nice. uh, yeah, you can see the pictures on the Facebook page or the Discord or the Twitter of Mobile Armor Radio. So there you go. Other than that, I haven't done nothing. I wish I had kits to build, or I really haven't. I've been busy uh, 3D printing G.I. Joes and X-Men, so <laughs> nice. I haven't even 3D printed any robots. Not even any any Sentinels? Not yet. I do have a Sentinel to print, though. I'm going to print it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be next show. I'll show it off. Uh, I gotcha. uh, yeah, that's it for me. How about you, Pat? You got anything? Uh, not too much, uh, honestly. Uh, we've been kind of doing, getting ready for our part part remodel where we're getting our uh, kitchen our bathroom done so we got just things scattered throughout this house <laughs> of the re- new stuff and packing up plates and everything so it's out of the kitchen for the demo uh, gotcha. uh, so on my days off and like we're super short at work so and they're offering mad overtime money so I've been picking up a lot of shifts uh. um but when I have had a chance to work, I've still been working on my Nia Zhang. I'm hoping to get that done uh, before <laughs> the like, new year. I, I was going to say, I like how you don't give a time frame. It just eventually I'd like to get that done. I'm hoping to get it done <laughs> but by before the new year. Uh, that's But that's a tall order because uh, there will be a month where I won't even be in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, I guess realistically, I'm hoping you're done before my next birthday <laughs> in March. Uh, but uh, in that sense, 
as far as hobby thing, that's it. Uh, not too much. Uh, uh, yeah, I think just <laughs> well, because I have been messing around with another thing, but I don't know if that falls underneath the Comstar, but I think it does. It's a game, so it's on the Comstar. All right, that's it. What do you got there, Brian? Well, uh, pretty much echoing what you guys have got <laughs> in that uh, it's been a very busy time and um, mostly been doing getting getting gifts ready. Uh, so I've been 3D printing a whole lot of stuff. Uh, I printed a giant articulated ender dragon uh, as a gift for somebody, uh, which almost counts as a mecha with all the, the like pieces getting assembled with it. It's a lot why, bigger than I thought why, it was going to be. Why can't I picture an Ender Dragon? What is it? What is it out of again? Uh, Minecraft. Um, it, it's a basically it's just like this big black dragon that you can. There's a there's an end to Minecraft. You can play. Oh, I uh, haven't played around with Minecraft. Yeah. So I didn't realize there was an end to Minecraft now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it nearly has, impossible it to get to, isn't it? Like. It's it's tricky. You have to really know what you're doing. Like if you had if you didn't know, I think you'd be at it forever. Um, <laughs> you might be lucky and just stumble upon this thing. But even then, um, but anyway, the uh, but yeah. Otherwise, been 3D printing a whole lot of stuff. Um, one one kind of fun project that I got going is for. Uh, an expansion for Dead Zone uh, stuff is uh, the so the game is uh, played on on a you know an eight by eight grid, and more often than not it kind of counts as like a city or you know some kind of sprawler or even just you know a place that's all flat. Um, and so one I got inspired by like a couple of pictures from um, I think five parsecs from home watching people. Uh, post things about their their games and stuff and someone had like like an oil rig where you know everything was was elevated and i'm like man that would be a whole lot of fun to play dead zone on so i'm I'm 3d printing a whole lot of terrain to elevate it off of that first base floor and that it to to be a completely like at least second level up kind of map with some fun gimmicky rules thrown in there for flavor but but yeah otherwise that's that's kind of all i had uh going on tangentially related to mechas so i think with that it's a quick one yeah it's a quick one it's also the holiday season things everyone's gears gets a little bit changed yeah uh and speaking of changing gears let's head on over to the comstar (laughs) and uh Move on to TV, movie, video games, all sorts of other stuff that we've been consuming lately. Smooth. Message from Comstar. I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. From Dead Zone the Podcast. And you're listening to... Mobile Armor Radio. Welcome to Comstar. As mentioned before, this is the section of the show where we talk about shows and games and you know all sorts of other stuff that we've been uh been looking at or experiencing or having fun with in the mecha genre so i'm gonna pass it over to pat to go first this time (laughs) you you led on with that you had something to talk about i did i did so you know (laughs) that was just that was just a joke that was just that was a fake upsetting uh, so uh, with with the with the packing and everything, I found I stumbled on quite a few things, and 
uh, have been kind of messing around with it. Uh, uh, so on the mech side, I've been messing around. I found instructions to Ogre for that big <laughs> box we got. And because we talked about it and the history of it, it sparked my interest in that game again. Where did we talk so about I, the history of that game? In, yeah. in that uh, brand new uh, exciting podcast called Dragon's Tome. We it's can on find Dragon's on, you, on YouTube. On YouTube? YouTube. On the, on the YouTube. On your tube. <laughs> yeah, and if you were a fan of all the Dragon magazines back in the day and or role-playing games, this is a must-listen-to podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we were talking about Ogre because there was an ad for <laughs> Ogre in the latest magazine. Yeah, I don't know was, if that episode's was, come out yet, actually. It did. It was, it was this Sunday. It was this Much one, like Joker. an ad yeah. for Ogre, we had an ad for the show that talked about Ogre. That's right. <laughs> But this is like an ad for Ogre when before it was even Steve Jackson Games. It was some other game company uh, that he yeah. made it for. That, yeah, Steve Jackson was an employee of this game company. Ah, okay. And uh, and the game went for four twenty five because it was uh, literally a chit game. It was just a pamphlet uh, with chits, like yeah, <laughs> not oh, like boy. the giant box, like the box of I've seen Pat's Ogre box, and it's about the size of a end table. It is gigantic. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's about the size of a card table. It's it's big, and so I found the instructions. I was messing around, so I brought that thing, that ginormous thing, upstairs, and uh, I've been I'm playing around with it. I kind of I want to play a game now. I just need to get them <laughs> to come over and play with. It. So I read the rules, messed around with it, and uh, can't you play it solo? You can, but it's not. Yeah, as fun. A, yeah I, know. I just I thought that was a that was a solo game. That's what I was wondering. Uh, but. Uh, uh, so then that led me to go look for some older stuff that I've been messing around with. And I, again, I found uh, an old uh, the City Fight thing that I, I bought many, many, many years ago, and I totally forgot about it. I found it on a bookshelf on the back of my Dragon Horde, <laughs> still still wrapped in the in the wrapping that the, the eBayer sent it to me in. Oh, jeez. So I started reading through the city fight rules for BattleTech again, uh, and that's city now sparked tech, some. Yeah. yeah, so now that sparked some interest in wanting to do city battles and some BattleTech. Uh, of course, this all gets uh, uh, ignited when it's going to be winter and no one goes anywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't you hate um, it when that happens? <laughs> yeah, that's always the worst. But I think. Uh, Pat, you keep talking about the horde. One day you got to take like a video and put it up on YouTube of your dragon's horde because it's yeah. people would be ri- ridiculous how big this thing is. Well, I want to I want to clean it up first so it's at least respectable. Just I make sure you don't uh, have. Just make sure you don't put like geolocation on that video just in case you yeah. know someone's like, hey, I want that stuff. That's right. My dog Jasper will jump on you and his claws will rip your skin in in playfulness. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He. Big, a big floof. He's uh, he's he's friendly, but he still gnaws on you. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the big thing was ogre and uh, the city tech. We're just reading those rerules and getting excited for the different variations of battle tech again. Uh, my only uh, downs, uh, I guess, what I'm trying to say. My desire now is to try and see if I can convert it to work in Alpha Strike. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that much different. No, I just got to sit there and just got to play with the numbers and I'm, things like that. You know what? I, I, I'd be surprised if in the Elf Strike book they don't have rules for that in it already, <laughs> if you read the Elf Strike book. I, I, you know, I don't know if I have. I do have the Elf Strike book, actually. It's leaning out. You I'm have the original sh- one. I, I think you don't You don't have the new expanded one. But we had, That's I mean, the one I, I don't we, have, yeah. 
we bought the what the first two, which I think are the, yeah, the same thing that's in the Newark one. So, <laughs> just the new one's cleaned up a bit. I think that's the only difference. Yeah, so I'll I'll reread through all that stuff and uh, and see what I can get and don't get because I also still have Aerotech to go through. Yeah, that was your first love, right? Yeah, Aerotech. Nice. You gotta the yeah, you gotta get the ships for that. That's the hard thing. Well, the thing is, is we do have the ships to print. Uh, we just so, don't know the size. Well, and also yeah. we don't have them all. There's there's that's one thing with uh, the 3D printing world in BattleTech. The aerospace stuff is. A little bit more limited than the mechs. Like almost every mech has a is a model now. But I wish more people, or even Catalyst, because Catalyst put out that shy loan uh, for the uh, Kickstarter, and they're selling it on their website now. But uh, I wish they had more plastic. I, I think uh, I think Ironwind does have some metal plane like uh, aerospace stuff, but I love the plastic. I I, I can't deal with metal. Yeah. <laughs> I like metal, but it doesn't bother me as much. But I do wish we had a better size reference and or list of Aerotech planes we can print. Yeah. But uh, uh the size thing also, is the real is the is the real kicker. Well, as long as they're all the same, that's the key, but it's well, we do have a shy a shy loan to uh compare to now because that came with Kickstarter. But oh, yeah. um you also got that other game, that really old game that you bought from eBay when we were talking about on uh, Dragon's Tome. That was a arrow arrow fighting game, right? Oh no, it was a space. It was a space uh, space fighting game. Yeah, for space combat. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, well, maybe we can turn that into arrow tech. Ooh, well, galactic <laughs> battles or whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. I got it over there. <laughs> I can actually see it. <laughs> uh, and and one of the last things I've been working on. Is all that uh, Kickstarter BattleTech that uh, Rob brought to me prior to Gen Con? I have uh, preemptively labeled the boxes, <laughs> the color scheme that I'm going to paint them. You're going to do each box as a different unit. That's probably smart. They'll all be Steiners, but uh, oh. they'll be uh, uh, different. There might be a couple, like two or three palace guards, and then there'll be like a fourth company and things like that so it'll be a little bit of a mix but uh did you look at uh, camo specs to find your I, uh... I did and i'm i now since decided i'm not doing that stupid white one <laughs> you don't like painting white it's so hard it's so hard not to make it look chalky that's the that's the thing it's not hard to mm. paint it's yeah. hard to make it not look chalky yeah paint, painting white will while still getting like definition uh and and like Slight shading in is well, it's tough. Well, I have the uh, the uh, what's it called? Paint. What are they called? From uh, GW. Okay. From oh, the contrast. contrast yeah, contrast, I have contrast white. It kind of worked out pretty cool. The it kind of gives like one? a yeah. It kind of gives like a uh, grayish kind of instead of like dark black lines like you usually get or dark. It kind of has a grayish outline on some of the stuff. And the uh, those catalyst miniatures have such good detail. It, it pops some stuff. It was, it was pretty cool. I can't remember who I painted with it. Well, I think I painted part of my uh, some of my clan mechs that had white arms with that stuff, and it worked out pretty cool. So huh. nice. You might want to look into that, Pat. Maybe a carry uh, white. Yeah, but that's uh, but that's it for me. That's pretty much it. Most of my time has been uh, rereading the rules and re-looking at the boxes and staring longingly at them that I have known to play with. You got <laughs> you got to paint it before you can play. 
Well, that's the thing. The ogre thing, you don't. No. No, it, ogre came with miniatures, though, didn't it? Actually, they're not miniatures in itself. Is there are cardboard things and they're pre-colored? Oh, are they cardboard? In that yeah, big box, like car- there's no miniatures. Yeah, but they're cardboard, like uh, like the SDF one from the thing. Yeah, oh. no, no, they're multi oh, oh, okay. cardboards become three D. Oh, I gotcha. see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like Attack on the SDF one. Yeah, like that, like the like the SDF one in that in that battle in that board game. Yeah, you also got <laughs> Car Wars in too, didn't you? Oh yeah, does that fall into mech thing? You think? Probably not, but it's uh, interesting. They're they're yeah. miniature, sort of. Like you said, they're hollow, but they're cool. Yeah, they're hollow. They're, they're like plastic form, but it's very good detail quality. Uh, the Kickstarter was was very generous. It came with twelve cars, so uh, four nice. player. Uh, it's a four player. I got a four player starter set with it, so we could play up to four players. Uh, it's uh, it's come a long way since uh, since this. I played the chit version of Car Wars too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, uh, I read the rules on that too, and it, it looks fun. And again, I'm just waiting for someone to come over to play. I saw the miniatures at Gen Con. They looked really, really nice. So they'll probably paint up quite nice too. I think so. Yeah. And the good thing is that it's Car War, so not uh, Devil's Run or what was that uh, Osprey book one? Oh, um, oh, where uh, they used Hot Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Gaslands. Gaslands, yeah, it's not a kind of Gaslands story tell. So I don't have to go all uh, Mad Max, apocalyptic, rusty look to them. I can make them nice. Sci-fi, uh, yeah. Because it's more, <laughs> more game showy type, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little more twisted metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Rob? What do you got going? I already said mine. Did you start? You never listened. For Comstar? Oh, Comstar. Where are we? <laughs> Oh my God! I never, I never listen. I thought we were still in the dropship. I thought you're still talking about things you're making. Oh, we we moved on. Yeah, I I haven't been paying attention. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, they released a picture of the new Gundam for the live action Gundam movie, and we have a link to it on our our show notes, but also on the Facebook. It really is just a flamey fire with a Gundam in it, but it looks cool. It doesn't really tell us anything. But <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's we, coming. We, yep, it's yeah. It's a good thing that it's not just in development hell. There's actually stuff happening. So that was the only real news this uh, this month. Other than that, uh, Genlock came out. So I watched the first. I think I've, uh, I've seen the first two episodes of Genlock, and it's it's good. It's very different from the first season. It's it's getting more ph- philosophical and it, it's. Uh, mm. And it kind of went to the past to show the uh, uh, the enemy side, kind of, and it was it was interesting, and it, it's actually painting them more as not such a evil entity so much because both sides seem to be dicks, so <laughs> <laughs> and the Gen Locker just stuck in the middle, kind of. But it's fun so far, and I'm enjoying it. Other than that, there's I mean, nothing. I don't think the, we were talking about earlier Cowboy Bebop's back, but I, I wouldn't even count that as. Uh, as mech related it's anime at least it was anime it's live action now and that's kind of fun but other than that yeah i haven't uh seen or watched anything else how about you brian you got anything uh yeah there's there's been a, a couple of things i know that um as far as news goes i believe that there's the new Eureka 7 high evolution uh trilogy is going to be coming out uh which is the third and final film of the the Erica Seven movies, I actually haven't seen any of these, but I 
I did really love Erica Seven when I when it kind of first aired like on Tsunami way back when. And uh, I I still have to check out the AO uh, anime, but I mean uh, they've they've got some some stills out for it. They did release a trailer as well, and uh, I think first fifteen minutes or something like that. Um, Funimation is going to be streaming or uh, screening that in theaters uh, in the U.S. and in twenty twenty two sometime. I don't know if they've hammered out exactly what what time of year that's coming out. Uh, but that was a, a, a fun thing. And then uh, I think we we mentioned it once before. Um, the the Macross Plus movie edition is actually going to be in uh, movie theaters uh, nationwide in December 14th. Uh, coming out. That's from the, the Fathom Events folks. And uh, that's, that's pretty exciting. For those that have never, you know, even if you've only seen Robotech, check out Macross Plus because... It's it is a phenomenal work of art, um, and if you ever wanted to like see Top Gun but set in the Macross slash Robotech universe, uh, it's awesome. You also get you know a fun little uh, you know uh, what's the, what's the word for it? It's a cautionary tale about the dangers of Vocaloids. Uh, so for any of those J-pop fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, like, apart from news, uh, I actually I did finish um, Full Metal Panic, uh, uh, Invisible Victory, and I gotta say, I really liked that season. Uh, it, it was it was very it was a worthy successor to the rest of the the series, um, and I really do hope that we get another season. Actually, it, it's it's definitely left open for for more to come. So. Uh, it, it was kind of funny watching it because they talk about how the course of the other, the previous uh, three seasons, kind of in, in air quotes there, like took place over the course of like one year at their school. They're like, so you've been here for nine months. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, it feels like years. <laughs> yeah. It's come um, out over 20 years, but it's only been nine months. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But, but like I, I think I said last time, uh, especially the English cast, they slipped right back into their roles. Um, and, and there's a, a fun moment where uh, Tessa, uh, the Captain Tessa, like loses her cool and, and, and just Yosemite Sam's on, <laughs> and to somebody on the phone. Uh, so that's always fun. Um, so it, it does fall under, if, uh, if you liked the Fumofu stuff the most, like I, arguably that is, Kind of the peak of the show is, is Fumofu, just because it's so hilarious. Um, but if you if you're looking for the comedy stuff, not quite the season for you. It, it's very much more in that in that vein of the the second raid, which is the third season. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Fumofu, I just like saying it. Fumofu. <laughs> um, but no, that was that was a that was a great one, and um, and then I. I had an opportunity. I was going to watch the fourth Evangelion movie. Oh, um, I need to finish those things. Jesus, I keep forgetting about it. <laughs> but I, 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 as I was going to watch it, I had this moment where, like, I don't remember the events of the third movie very well. So you got to go back um, to the first movie to watch. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Is like I'd only seen the third movie once, because like, that 
it took forever to come out stateside, but I had seen the first two movies at least two to three times mm. uh, each on top of, you know, seeing the original anime like a good five times or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, it, it was one of those things like, okay, I need to, the third one was so different, but I'd had all the baggage from the other stuff. So it was like, okay, what did happen? <laughs> so I, I watched the third uh, movie, which was only like, it's only like an hour and a half or so, so something like that. So it was, it was shorter than the, this fourth one, um, which, you know, made it something I could kind of watch in the background while, while still like getting stuff done. And, uh, and he, you know, that said, like, it's still pretty confusing what's going on. Uh, the, the, the character Shinji, you know, is, is kind of thrust into a very new and different situation, you know, apart from what was already very new and unusual for him. Um, and, and it definitely plays with, you know, there's characters from the anime that are present in the third one. And, but, but events are very, very different. Um, so I think it was definitely worth rewatching that uh, before I go into the fourth movie. Have to figure out when I'm actually going to get to watch that because it's it's one of those things like my wife would have no interest in it and it's like mm-hmm. two and a half hours long. Uh, so you know when uh, you watch that after midnight, when I don't have to work in the morning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or if if I if I watch that tonight after midnight, my wife would be getting up right as the movie's ending. Uh, she, oh, she's a, ba- she's a baker and it's, it's that yeah. season. So that's when you uh, fall asleep. That's when you do it. And then you pretend like you fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> oh, what happened? I can't believe I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> but that's uh, been married but yeah. longer. <laughs> he has all the yeah, tricks down. Yeah. Might, might be, might be uh, a little easier to, to sway for the, uh, the, Oh, I fell asleep on the couch argument as opposed to, <laughs> Why? Why didn't you come up to bed? Um, but you got to leave the, the keys to leave the TV on. Yeah, <laughs> I think ours automatically turns off. So, anyway, um, that that kind of sums up uh, what I've uh, d- like watched more recently. I think the only other thing worth noting is um, and kind of a, a fun side. So, Pat, you were just kind of bemoaning how you can't find anybody to play games with. <laughs> um, well. Uh, in the, the previous month at the Michigan GT, I mentioned that one of my opponents uh, lives down the street from me. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we got together and played a game of uh, a, an intro game for him of Dead Zone. Nice. And and he's definitely hooked. Uh, so I've, awesome. I've got a new Dead Zone player that's two minutes from my house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be a little we're going to get getting a lot of gaming in, I think. Yeah, That's I guess you should clarify. It's not that I can't find anyone to play games. I can't find anyone to play the these games. tabletop the tabletop war games. True. You can always true. find someone to play a board game. I just uh... and and uh, another um, you know did did a demo actually recently, and uh, one of the guys there, you know, is another guy that lives maybe twenty minutes away. Uh, is also getting his group into Dead Zone, so I'm going to be coordinating. I think uh, some. Southeast Michigan dead zoning. Well, Pat, I think you should be paying this guy more. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) He's well taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm all set. It's, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to, to have some more, uh, gaming buddies. 
Um, it's it's been tough with the gaming shops that are nearby me uh, still closed for indoor play. Uh, checking in every so often, but you know, we'll we'll see when when that happens. Uh, definitely going to be some good times. But uh, I think with that, that, I think that wraps up uh, the the Comstar for us. And so with that, oh, why don't Chris we head Comstar? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rob. <laughs> Just, Living up to that number and, 42 and yard. <laughs> this is the Mobile Armor Radio podcast, too. Right? Oh. Not the Dragons, too. Oh, I forget where it was. This we is not, very, this is not senile. <laughs> this is not the the team building exercise. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, senile know, in my old age. I, I will... I will say, Rob, you know, I'll cut you some slack because, you know, how many times have I started out the show forgetting how we even do the intro? So, <laughs> so with that, let's head on over to the Mech Bay Hainer and talk about the main topic for the episode. Now entering the Mech Bay Hainer. All right, here we go into the Mech Bay Hainer. So this is our, our roundtable topic for the, the episode. And I thought uh, it was my turn, so I thought it would be fun uh, to talk about kind of a another little wish list uh, series, as we often do about this time of year. Uh, but specifically, you know, with things coming out uh, as, as remakes and reimagines of classic things that we're huge fans of, uh, I thought, you know, what other things do we think uh, would be kind of fun to get a facelift or, or like a revamp of? Uh, within the anime or even gaming world, so I think uh, I can start off uh, this this discussion, um, and I'll I'll bring up Escaflone. Um, it's it's a classic uh, series from from you know that that early two thousands era of of anime as it was just coming over. It got the four kids trip treatment so for anyone that remembers when uh that the major censorship that happened back then um but the the you know it was a a fantasy world with giant mecha that they were powered by magic and and they fought with giant swords and it had a great weight to it like everything felt giant and um and you know on top of it with yoko kano music by yoko kano uh, who is, is a masterful uh, musician and, and composer, and uh, I think I think it, it's it's kind of a ripe time that that uh, Escaflone I think could you know if if not a remake of that original series, which you know you know going on twenty years now, um, either a remake or even maybe a continuation or a prequel, because uh, when the show was set. Like the 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 mech the titular mech itself Escaflone was just kind of sitting there like it was already made and everything like that it was just kind of called upon to uh, to help our heroes with their their plight so I mean it, it's a world that's just full of of character and and lots of giant fantasy mechs which I oh they were so cool. I've actually Marcy's. been planning to rewatch rewatch the show um, while, while I'm working on stuff, um, but uh, I, I think I think that would be a really fun one to to get a, a revamp for, and I no think question. and the ladies love it too. <laughs> would you want a uh, live action version or just a remake of the uh, anime? Um, you that's know, a good question. it's that's a good question. I think 
I think a an anime would be the best adaptation for now, just because uh, I, I think I think the the live action side of things we're still kind of cutting our teeth on on sci fi max. I think ones that have that that fantasy flavor might might still. I think there might be some tests that we want to run first, but um, so I, I think more unique, of an anime. It, there's yes. nothing that like that. That's for sure. Like there's nothing. Out yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. There's it, it's, it's, it always kind of surprises me how little uh, like there was just kind of that era in, like I was saying, like kind of the early two thousands and late nineties that, that we kind of had this, this um, I think there was a, a couple of, of video games like on the PlayStation one that also kind of had that, you know, fantasy mecha flavor to them. Um, and then it just kind of vanished there. I think there's only been one or two other series since um, that, that have even kind of touched on that, uh, that genre. So I think, I think it would be really fun to see that, especially as iconic of a, a fantasy mecha as Escaflone is. Plus, the resurgence of uh, D&D right now is uh, huge. So Absolutely. It, it fit right in with that, too. So, Fantasy's on a comeback, and, I think. Yeah. And heck, even, um, uh, gosh, uh, Acquisitions Incorporated, one of the one of the Penny Arcade's live uh, D&D shows, like one year, I think, when, I think the year Pacific Rim had come out, they had a giant mecha fight in their tabletop game. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> against... Uh, I don't know if it was a bullet or you know some some ginormous thing they were fighting in the middle of the city, um, and like the the four characters had to pilot this mech. Uh, it was kind of funny, uh, but but anyway, I'm gonna pass it over to Rob this time. Uh, Rob, it is the mech bay hainer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and who and, are you? And it's your turn. Uh, <laughs> I'm Brian. Okay. Um, my first one is a video game, and it's a. Uh, an old video game that I know not just I, but a lot of people would like a remake of, and that's Mech Commander, the classic Battletech game where you could control multiple lances of mechs in around a battlefield. I think that's what's really lacking right now. We have Mech Warrior and we have the uh, Harebrained Schemes Battletech, but neither of those, you're always in a lance like or a, or a single mech. Mm-hmm. Like you're never controlling larger scale, and I think we definitely need that more on on a larger scale. I'm not a huge fan of RTSs, so I'd rather have a, uh, a, uh, you know, tactics version or not even tactics, I guess, because that's more single player, but a uh, turn-based. But even so, we need larger scale mech battles and Mech Commander was the first to do it. Mech Commander 2 is beloved by many, so. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Yeah, Mm -hmm. people love that game. So I, I would be surprised if it isn't already in the work. Like, that's... I don't know if I don't think Hairbrain Schemes is doing anything right now with mech stuff. They're they're kind of done with it, but I, I I would be surprised if not some other company is going to pick this up. Hopefully not Piranha Games, but you never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully that'd be fun. Yeah, large scale, multiple lances fighting big battles. We that need would be good layout fighting over planets, especially with the technology we camp- have now. Yeah, a giant campaign. It wouldn't really be that hard to skin. No. Well, I think actually uh, somebody, speaking of skinning for the Battletech uh, game, somebody did do it so you could control multiple lances, but not in this, it's still in a skirmish kind of scale. I, I think you need more yeah. of a battlefield yeah. scale, you know, Lar- even larger scale. But I, 
I agree with you. I don't think I'd want an RTS version of that. It's, the original Mech Commander was pretty much an RTS. Like it was. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was thinking of like the Star Wars version uh, of that. Galaxies. I, I think Galaxies was the other. And there was another one too, Empire or something. Yeah, where you controlled lot, at the time. There was a lot of RTS. <laughs> There's quite a few of them. Yeah, you controlled a lot of stormtrooper squadrons and all that other things. Yeah, I, I sort of remember that game. Yeah. 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 So that's my first one. Pat, what are you doing? All right. For my first one, I went with uh, a cartoon. Uh, I would like to see a reimagined version of Battletech, the animated series, because it was a good. (laughs) 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 It was a good cartoon in the early uh, 90s, and it just subtly ended. Well, I wouldn't even say it was uh, a good cartoon, but <laughs> uh, for the nineties, I, I think it needs oh, to yeah. be treated oh, correctly. <laughs> oh, I I don't disagree with that fact. I mean, it had the WizKids label all over it, and uh, <laughs> Saban Entertainment, you know, was riding high off a uh, Mighty Morphin Pyre Rangers. So, oh yeah, and it had it was all that computer graphics, really early version of computer graphics, which were terrible. Oh yeah, and so I think a, a, a re-update with some new scripts. I mean, the storyline wasn't too too horrible in the animated series, you know, especially if you like the clan. Well, uh, they, they were kind of foolish in it, but yeah, yeah. It, it'd be interesting if they, if you know, if they the clans did like are. a book. If it was like a what? Uh, like if they if they took inspiration like and told one of the, like the stories from the books, um, in the show, oh, yeah. like. An animated oh, version of one of the books, for sure. That well, we talked about that with the movies too. But but even yeah. to redo that story with the Adam Steiner against the Jade Falcons, it was kind of silly. But and they consider it a uh, a propaganda film in the BattleTech universe. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's still just it's to not, redo it's, that. It's not with better propaganda. Yeah. Well, there's even a, there's a that, source book that you can play those characters, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, I have the source book, so. But that's uh, the best way to do it. Um, the the Macross uh, uh, anime series kind of continues where they they have a series and they have movies, and then the movies are movies within the the universe. Then <laughs> it's layers. So, so like, do layers. you remember Love is a movie that the characters in like uh, uh, Macross Frontier watch? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think. You know, nowadays and the way Netflix has been pumping out He-Man and She-Ra and who else are we missing? Uh, uh, Ultraman. Ultraman. Voltron. 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 Yep. Uh, I think it'd be nice to do a Battletech. Yeah. So would would you prefer it as the cartoon still or as a I think I, Yeah, I think a, a cartoon actually. Because like you said, you know, uh, we have enough live action um Movies, but I don't think this the way I, I the way I'm envisioning I'm envisioning it as a series. Sure. So it would be cheaper to oh, do yeah. it as a cartoon than as a uh, a multi episode uh, TV show, I guess. Once again, all these yeah. streaming services like I think Prime, like Netflix has specific rims, so I think Prime should take up BattleTech as a uh, anime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be fun. It. I mean, I like I, I do like the way the the series ended. How it. Uh, Adam Steiner wins Spoilers. The... Oh, come on. <laughs> he wins the Quidditch Cup. He wins the trial of possession for the planet he's fighting over, but the clan member being being the jerks that they are. Malthus. Uh, 
Yeah, Malthus, he, he sticks the honors of the letter of the deal, gives them the planet, but keeps the population as prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Gotta read that fine print. You can watch so. every single episode of Battletech, the animated series, on YouTube. We'll put a link to the in the show notes. I don't know who owns it. Nice. I don't know if anybody owns it anymore, but it's all there, so. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, actually, Tony had a first one syndication, so it, 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 I don't think it has ever been re-released. I don't think it's ever Probably been not. on video or anything. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen episodes, so, I think it is. So it's not very long. It, it, it's fourteen episodes. No, one was a clip show, so it's only thirteen episodes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirteen episodes, and they had a clip show. That tells you something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, back to you then. Ah, sure. So, so my adventure into the video game side of things uh, is Front Mission. I knew you'd say uh, I've, this. I've talked. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I've talked about this uh, the game uh, a couple of times now. I'm gonna probably pick it pick it back up and play it some more. Uh, you know, it's a grid based tactics game, and uh, you know where you have different loadouts for your mechs. You can swap out arms, legs, and and everything like that. And then you have you. Uh, pilots as well and you know there's the big overarching story and it's very uh, you know uh, at least number three is very dramatic in that in that way that anime often is and um, and, and you know it it, it kind of died out uh, it had I think two other games after three I think they had there was a four and I forget the the name of the other one I think they were only like PSP uh, games, and so, um, but I, I think I think we're we're in a good spot where we could really use uh, a, a game of that ilk again. Uh, I think there's we've got a lot of um, you know big mech action games uh, lately. You know, got the the and, and and some good tactical ones with like BattleTech and uh, from Hairbrain. But you got Titanfall, and you got. Um, I don't know if that new Battlefield uh, 2042 has mechs. The old one did. Um, but I've also heard that that game's not getting great re- reviews. So we'll see how that turns out. Because um, the the uh, old, I think, it was it 2042 or 2142? Uh, there, there was an older Battlefield game that you were, it was all sci-fi and you had like floating uh, battleships in the sky and you had big old robots you could pilot. Anyway, uh, back to, to front mission. I think it would be really fun to have a very anime aesthetic, uh, you know, tactic, tactical grid game, uh, again, especially one where you could really customize, uh, the, the parts to it. Uh, you know, you have the customization basically that you can see like in the Gundam breaker games or the Gundam versus games, but put that into you know its own kind of setting, make it a more of a real robot kind of fight. I think that would be a really fun uh, you know thing we could see these days with with a, a great level of creativity and the 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 hardware that you can you know bring towards it these days. I mean, you could make that a very pretty game. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's it's amazing what they can do. But yeah, updating that once again, that's a game that needs to be updated. Yeah. It, it's just it's, it's, it's good, yeah, and it's beloved too. It's one of those ones that everybody mm-hmm. loves. I don't. Even, I wonder if the company who made it originally is even around anymore. So, um, who knows where the rights are? The the rights one in particular, I'm not sure on, but 
If I recall correctly, let's see. That was a square. Oh, was uh, it? Square Enix game. Oh, there you go. So it's Sony. It's it a Square Soft game, but yeah. Oh yeah, definitely Sony then. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So because they looks like they they had some stuff on the Xbox 360, something on the PS4, but they're they're uh, too busy remaking uh, their old games, so <laughs> redoing. Yeah. <it. laughs> well, yeah. As it as it stands. Yeah, so maybe, Front Mission maybe Evolved to was, 20, was 2010, and then there was nothing until Left Alive, is this which is set in the Front Mission universe. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so so yeah, we're we're over 12 years uh, now running from from the last like true Front Mission mm-hmm. game. So I I think it'd be fun to to see that one come back. Nice. And back to you, Rob. What do you got next? Uh, my next one is a twofer because it uh, deserves many things. But Votoms, <laughs> it, the anime, like the original anime, great storyline, but it's really kind of let down. Not terribly let down, but very dated graphics. Like it, you can tell it's in the eighties. It's like the early Gundam movies or or TV show mm-hmm. and like, Macross back in the day. It's you know it needs a nice update to it's it's uh a visual storytelling, especially since it is very adult. I think it uh, turns a lot of people off with the anime it has that where they'll reuse the same background many times, like that kind of thing, like Scooby-Doo <laughs> episodes. So yeah, yeah, it definitely needs an update for the uh, anime. But originally I was thinking about this one is for the RPG. Our Talisorian games back in the day made the RPG for it. You cannot get that anymore. And I think a nice update to the RPG in the Votoms world. Once again, it's such a rich world. Uh, it deserves mm. more things in it, so I would love to see the RPG come back in some way. And uh, yeah, why does our Talisorians sound familiar? What, what are they else they make again? Cyberpunk and uh, and that's uh, it. It's always Cyberpunk. Nectum. I don't know why I can't remember that Cyberpunk is that is their baby. Yeah, yeah, that's, that was there where they started. I don't even know if that's where it started, but that was their big one, anyways. But uh, yeah, so those guys got to get on this if you're listening. Make a Votoms game. I, I I can't believe the rights would be that expensive. <laughs> no, I think it'd be awesome. If that would be a yeah. It needs to come back. People keep telling me that uh, Heavy Gear is heavily based on it, but Heavy Gear is a Canadian company, strangely, but it's so expensive. That miniature game yeah. is ridiculously expensive. Uh, it's Canadian. I know, but it's like I'm in Canada. It should be cheaper. <laughs> but but it's it's just uh, expensive because it's Canadian. Well, I think it's expensive. expensive. It's also a pretty niche thing, and I think they they pretty much make they don't make thousands of miniatures; they make tens of miniatures. You know, so you're paying for the yeah. production. <laughs> did they did they kickstart that game? Uh, I think recently there was a Kickstarter or something that you that they did, but uh, yeah, originally it's been around forever. Heavy Gear, it's been you know old school, but yeah, that's my second one. Anyways, Votoms, I'd love to to. Uh, play some RPGs in that world, and I cannot find the Artalosaurian one, so there you go. <laughs> nice. Pat, number two. All right, Pat. Uh, so I've been really stuck on this game since we talked about it. <laughs> and uh, I would like to see a redoing of not necessarily the rules, but the pieces for Ogre. I'd like to, I'd like <laughs> to see all the chits become pieces. Yeah, we were talking mm-hmm. about yeah, miniatures. I'm amazed, I was amazed it wasn't miniatures already. Yeah, I think there was a pack of miniatures, but it was just the ogres. It wasn't 
anything else. Yeah, because it. Yeah, there's other vehicles and stuff. Yeah, there's uh, like hovercrafts, super, super tanks, super light tanks. Yeah. There's infantry uh, and battle suits, and there's uh, marines, which are buffed up infantry and battle suits. Once again, with the um, world we're living in, you can if if uh, Steve Jackson was uh, wanted to be progressive, just sell some STLs, print them ourselves, you know. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't more companies need to do that. Just I always say it about any dead game. If you still own the rights to some <laughs> dead game, make make uh, STLs for it. Like like the the um, well, if it was originally designed in 3D, like a lot of the early games were hand sculpted, so you, it'd be a lot harder to do those. But yeah. called arms or one of those things like that the Babylon 5 space game or one of those if they made STLs for that just to support the game still and just it's all free money for the company to own the rights right yeah if they're already designed like that game obviously is really old it's it's not it doesn't have 3D models but there's who is it that just recently oh dust dust just recently went out of business man you have yeah. 3D you have 3D sculpts for all those miniatures i guarantee it like for at least the newest ones Put those out as STLs. It's free money for them. I don't get it. That's but, true. I don't know. Who knows? It maybe I'm depends sure. on your whatever your bankrupt. Ba- bankruptcy yeah. Rules I don't. I don't even think they went bankrupt. They just stopped making it. So they never. They're still around. They just he uh, Paolo. I think got sick of uh, having to deal with all the Kickstarter backlash from many years ago when that other company screwed it up for them. And I oh. think he, it was just more of a headache for him in the end. And he's like, "Why am I doing this?" You know. But yeah. But I mean the the big giant map you get in the in the kick designer edition from the Kickstarter. I think those hexes are roughly twenty five mils, so you can definitely hexes? put. Yeah, battle hexes. Yeah, there you go. So you can definitely <laughs> there are definitely hexes out there. The ogres are two hexes in size. Every other shit is a hex in size. So, uh, it would look really good in miniatures. Is what I'm is all I'm saying. So I would like to see. Um, <laughs> It would be nice to you could see a cruise missile flying across the board. They're pretty neat. Uh, on a on a hex base flying across the board. <laughs> yeah, for that kind of stuff. Um, you got grav uh, assisted vehicles, GEVs that they're like basically hovercrafts floating across the water and all that other thing. So it would look really good. So, but the game itself is still pretty solid. I mean, this game has been around for a while. Um, yeah. 1977, because yeah, we didn't say that. We know. <laughs> uh, and it was Metagame and Concepts was the co- company That's we it. were thinking of. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, but apparently there is a Steam version of the game too you could play. Uh, that was part of the. It was like a stretch goal on uh, the Kickstarter. Oh, so you're going to be downloading that tonight? Uh, possibly. <laughs> uh, it's not like I don't have enough games on my fucking Steam, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but you know that that was uh, a light one because you know the game is pretty much good as it is. But uh, I would personally like to see some actually not not and not the cardboard stuff either, but like a, a true a deluxe a uh, deluxe all, edition. Yeah, for all the pieces. Like I said, there were ogre miniatures uh, expansions like in the eighties, and that was just the ogres, the big giant super super tanks. Yeah, yeah. But none of the everything else stayed chits. Yeah. So. Uh, but that's it for my number two. Brian, what do you got for your last one? Uh, for my last one, I actually went with Pat Labor. Um, Ooh, I almost picked that one. Yeah. I almost picked that one, too. 
<laughs> it's uh you know I, I just only recently really watched this the series and and uh and the movies that came with it obviously it's an incredibly influential uh series in in the mech genre and it kind of stands out where it it's in the space where it's like the 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 mech designs and like elements of the world were very very much very serious but then at the same time you have this like slapstick cops show running, you know, comedy show running around. And honestly, I feel like that like lends itself very well to, I I feel like we need that kind of thing in today's world. We have a lot of very serious shows Mm -hmm. out there. Um, Especially, especially in the mech related ones. And, and, you know, it's, that's not saying that they're bad. It's just when you have so many of them that are all very serious, you know, it can be a, a very, you know, a breath of fresh air uh, to, to have one that is, doesn't take itself too seriously, has a lot of fun, you know, pokes fun at itself and a little bit of it at its, you know, at the genre a little bit, but most, mostly at itself. And and the ridiculousness of like, yeah, we have these giant robots, but the real dilemma of the day is paperwork. Uh, or the one guy just blowing buildings away, and the, they're always like, you're supposed to be saving these people, not blowing up their homes. Right, <laughs> Love right. scooting his gun and, off. <laughs> and, and, and like, you know, treating that in, in with that, you know, lighthearted sense of like, oh, it's a good thing that building was evacuated. Or, you know, you see the yeah. people that are like, oh, man, we just escaped out of that, <laughs> you know. Uh yeah, or as opposed to it being like a very like Avengers esque like yeah. Uh, what what do the we hate movies guys say nine eleven times a thousand or something like that? <laughs> like the the building destruction uh, has kind of gotten out of hand. Um, but but I, I do think Pat Labor is it's a it's a fun staple of the genre uh, in that it's not you know it's not a war series. It's not a, you know, uh, it's just like a, a day-to-day cop show yeah. <laughs> with Max. Um, and, I, and I think that would be fun. Um, you know, th- this one you could, you could say is maybe the closest to, like, having that reboot. Because in, uh, it was the 2015 or so was when they did that, um, they, they had that little bit of live action stuff that they did. Yeah, they did a movie, uh, yeah. It was all right. I, I didn't hate yeah. it. I, I my, never got there wasn't much, there wasn't much mech action. The mech was in it a bit, but it, obviously yeah. that would cost a lot of money to have, actually have those fights, so it was very, right. uh, <laughs> much more grounded than the mech was uh, just at, I think at the very end. It was the only time you really saw it, but gotcha. it was fun otherwise. yeah. I, I, I think humor. that would be a, a fun one for it. Yeah. Yep. Pat Labor. I was thinking about that, but like I, like you said, it's already kind of been remade a bit, but uh, it needs more. Once again, it's a great world and hilarious, and yeah, it needs to come back in some way for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rob, what do you got next? Uh, for my last one, uh, Pat stole it, so I had to think of something new. And yeah. uh, I still around my my stared around my room a lot, and I was like, "What can I do? What can I do?" And then it hit me. I was like, "What do I really want?" And what I really want is the BattleTech CCG back, but obviously not as a CCG because nobody wants that. But as a living card game, so you could uh, not have to collect everything, but they could put out like you know 
faction faction packs or something, so you just choose your favorite factions and have some mech battling in cards. I love card games. I love, like, Legendary and all those ones, but the Battletech CCG, I think, uh, it's A, it's hard to get nowadays because there's so many collectors out there. It's it, Unlike other CCGs where you can buy the old cards, it's really hard to get all the Battletech cards because people are nuts, and they'll pay ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. And uh, you can't 3D print those. No. I guess you could. If you had you could just print them. You don't need to 3D print them, but <laughs> <laughs> No, they have to be 3D. <laughs> oh, it's called BattleTech then, but <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I, I would really like to to have the uh BattleTech license in a card game again as a living card game, not as a CCG, of course. Uh is there any CCGs left? I guess other than Magic? I don't think so. I think people realize that uh, that is that way lies madness. So living card games are the way to go. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, maybe Pokemon is Pokemon still around? It might be actually. I think oh, it is. Pokemon is actually quite quite around, and uh, Digimon I think also had a pretty big resurgence. I know Pokemon. I think, some of those and, things go for ridiculous money too. And Yu-Gi-Oh is still fairly strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Japanese ones I think are popular still. Yeah, and Magic obviously. I don't even know what number they're up to in that, but yeah, you should never have to buy blind but. Blind uh, packs of anything. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, well, in that case, uh, also the BattleTech uh, WizKids game. Once again, blind packs. But that was a. It was a neat concept. But it, it's. I don't know why they changed the scale. Why wouldn't you make it the same scale as your other mechs, just so you could mix and match, and it would encourage people to collect them, right? But you're, you're so, talking about the Clicker one, right? Yeah, the Clicks game. Yeah, it's just yeah. weird that they the choices they made in that game. <laughs> I actually, I actually have some. Oh, I have tons. I've, ne- I've never played it. <laughs> no, me neither. But there's there's still some fans for it. But, uh, yeah, it was just a mistake was the scales. Why would you change the scale? It's just so odd. Odd choice. Make it smaller. Slightly smaller. It's, like, literally, like, two millimeters bigger than it should be, so... But, I mean, I mean you, you run into that, like, even even today's gaming, like... I remember there's everyone really kind of pushed back on uh, when Legion, you oh, know, Star yeah. Wars Legion came out, and it's like we have all this stuff that's 28. Why did you go to 32? 32. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly the same thing. And they're like, "What? Oh, it's, <laughs> what do you mean you had it? It's like you put out the game." <laughs> cool, many or not, is a evil corporation. So, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So they, they well look at the uh, same with the uh, new Marvel game. There, there's that old uh, I forget who made the old one, Strange Machine. No, it wasn't Strange Machine. So it was some, who made that old one? Anyways, yeah, this new one is obviously a different scale again. So you mm-hmm. don't want you don't want using your old stuff. You got to buy all new stuff. That's the, buy that's all the, the new world stuff. we live in. Yeah. Uh, anyways, please a battle tech card game. That's what I want. <laughs> How about you, Pat? Nice. What else you got? Well, I was. Um... Perusing, perusing the YouTubes uh, at work the other day, and I came across this couple of clips from uh, a movie that came out in about 2017. It was called it Mezinger Z. No, it was called <laughs> Mezinger Z Infinity. No, Infinity. I never heard of that one. And it was it was a basically a sequel to is after to Mezinger Z the cartoon. And then as I was thinking about this, I said, you know what? Mazinger Z, the cartoon, needs to, uh, uh, should get a re-up, too. Yeah, and the that's what I picked. Yeah. yeah, the original ones, because they're, they're the old 70s car- cartoon-looking yeah, kind of even, things. Yeah, they're even even more needs updating, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think a new update for the skin. The Mezinger Z story is like a classic in any of the anime mecha genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Robo Manga, however you want to call it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's one of the first ones that, other than, you know, after Gundam, for me, um, because the Shogun Warriors came to the States in the 70s, and they were mm-hmm. based off the Mezinger Z, and then it took me... Uh, a couple years after messing around with the Shogun Warrior cartoons <laughs> to realize, oh, this is Mazinger Z. Nice. Uh, and so uh, I have a, a nice affinity for Mazinger Z, and I would like to see um, – I'd like to see that get a nice reanimation mm. in a sense. Uh, the 2017 version looks really good. <laughs> so even if you went with the 2017 style – um, I wonder. I wonder if it could get the the treatment that uh, Gridman did. Um, uh, the the what is it? S S S S X Gridman, um, where where it 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 is almost like a a guy in a suit kind of show, but it's all you know, it's anime. Oh yeah, you know I know I like the I like the aesthetic that the it kind of got a new harder look in mm. Infinity, and I think that would look really awesome. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, they, they redid uh, Ultraman, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's possible. So. Yeah, it would be. Not, and the and the re- and the reeks getting Ultraman looks really really good. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. But you know, that's my last one. The Mazinga Z is always uh, is a close second when it comes to mecha mecha childhood stuff. Yeah. Nice. I noticed we didn't. Awesome. Uh, we didn't choose uh, any Gundam or Macross or yeah, yeah, we well, did it. <laughs> well, I, the, the, I almost thought about it, but then you know, there are so many versions of Gundam as the years go through yeah, that exactly. Yeah, it's it's in itself has been reskinned, and I guess it re- is itself. happening with the live action movie already too. So yeah, yeah, like like Universal Century. Gundam entries are are already kind of getting that treatment. You have Gundam the Origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff and and even now you got um, you know like you're saying the live action. I think it would be fun if there was uh, some some revamping of the other series. Like how cool would it be if G Gundam came back, <laughs> right? Like or Gundam Wayne or or Gundam Seed. Like the the ones that like had you know one or two kind of seasons and then they were done. And we've like never spoken of them again. Yeah, but apart what, from I think they looked so the good. Gunpla shows those ones. The seed and uh, and um, wing looked so good already. I don't know how much yeah. more you could improve it. Like that was the height so, of like hand drawn animation, right? Like like after that, it be- that, started becoming that, more and more CGI stuff. So that, I think that leans into my point about Gundam. Just as the different series go on, they just get better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, visually, maybe I don't know about storylines, yeah. but. Well, visually, I mean, you know, as far as a uh, sometimes uh, the story can can really uh, do some some good stuff as well. Iron Iron Blooded Orphans was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, they're all different though. That's the nice thing about those. And then yeah. with Macross, it's like you know, it's kind of almost untouchable. Like Robotech and Macross, like there it is. Like, what more can you do to it? They've been talking about redoing doing the Robotech movie forever, and it's been in yeah. development to hell for stuck forever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what more you could do with those. Like like you say with Macross, it just keeps going anyways. They keep putting stuff out. Not recently, though. Yeah. When's the last time they put out something for Macross? It's been a while. 
Well, Mac, Macross Delta was, was it uh, 18, I think? No, it's not it's, it's not too old, but they, they've always kind of gone in, you know, five-plus-year updates. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and it, it's always kind of a weird escalation for them, right? Because it's, it's like, okay, the original uh, was was 80, 80s pop, mm-hmm. um, and then... And then uh, Macross Seven was eighties, like eighties and nineties rock, like J rock. And then Frontier was you had like the the singing idol. It kind of followed trends in the music industry mostly, uh, where you had two kind of competing singing idols. Mm-hmm. And then the most recent one, Delta, you had, um, you know, like a singing group. You know, you know, like like you, there there's so many of them out there now. Um, whereas like, yeah, I, th- I think even Delta has a new thing coming out. That's like a competing, uh, uh, singing group versus our heroes singing group. And I'm like, how cool would it be if like BTS was the, nah, the bad that'd be, guys? That'd be actually kind of cool. <laughs> it but, would be uh, kind of fun. No, the next one's going to be that they have to dress up in costumes and nobody knows who they are. And then they have to, <laughs> that's the next trend is the, uh, what I mean, they called? have the, the hologram singer. closed technology already. <laughs> yeah, the mask singer version of Macross. That's the next one. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and, uh, and hey, they they already did the um, the the Macross Plus Vocaloid one because they the after the mask singer is the altered ego show now where it's a digital avatar. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they were on the cutting edge of that one. They already did that one. <laughs> yeah, that was in the nineties. They figured that one out. They invented it. They should sue. Again, go go watch Macross Plus. It's it's Top Gun, uh, in in beautifully hand drawn anime. And if it's that... got the English dub, it's got Brian Cranston as yeah. uh, as Isamu Dyson, the main <laughs> character. Yeah, he used to do a lot of voices back then. He did uh, some some mm-hmm. Power Ranger stuff. But uh, well, he actually, he was actually in the latest Power Ranger movie. Was he? Because he, he voiced some yeah, people he, in the original show, that's probably why. Yeah, I think he it. played the, he played the original Red Ranger, I think, in the new remember. the re really movie, the one that just came out. I never saw it. Really? Yeah. Uh, huh. What we do need is a reboot of going back to hand drawn animation, though, right? I think we can all agree on that one. It's expensive, well, and that's, but that's man, that's something that Erica Seven movies kind of touting is that it was it's hand drawn. Oh yeah, and that that would have made my list if. If it wasn't literally coming out yeah. <laughs> next year, that's so. a, that's. I think that'll be the next thing is people will appreciate the art, right? Not just. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that'll be for like Netflix shows and stuff. For some of those big budget Jap- Japanese movies, I think they'll start yeah. doing more hand drawn again. It'll be nice. Yeah. I mean, the. The the the. the it, it's interesting, like in the video game uh, side of things too, because like there has been a resurgence of. You know, 2D, uh, low poly graphics, and even even like the PlayStation era, uh, low poly graphics have kind of seen a resurgence in the indie uh, games area. And so it's like, uh, I think I think people are realizing that, uh, you know, if you have a good visual aesthetic, like it doesn't have to be the high high fidelity quality uh, to to have a really good look to it. And, and I think people are talking about um, there's the League of Legends anime that just came out yeah, on Netflix. Mostly, it's really good. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, people are saying it's really good. I haven't. I'm not familiar with League of Legends at all. Me neither. That's but I, I've watched. I've heard like the animation style is I know, very cool. I know Dota. This the League which, would be what happened after Dota. <laughs> yeah, which I think League was based on Dota, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what Dota stands for. Uh, I don't remember either. It was like a it was a World of it was a Warcraft mod that became its own game. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone can remember what Dota is, leave a comment because yeah, what so, it stands so, for. Yeah, and, and if if you have any other uh, shows or or old video games or you know just fun things that you're like, man, it'd be really neat to have this kind of come back, you know, in into to life in some way. Um, doesn't have to be the same. It could be a really you know neat reinterpretation or reimagining or even just you know an upgrade. Uh, you know, leave leave comments in the the section below. We love to hear what you guys have to say. And with that, I think we'll head to the Xville. Let's Xville out of here. All right, here we are at the Xville. We're going to be wrapping up the show. So thank you all for for listening. Thank you for listening. Stay thank warm. For, uh, for it's getting friend. cold outside. It is cold. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> I'm thirty. I'm at thirty-two. Where are you guys at? Yeah, I'm both uh, t- Let's see. My my computer is telling me twenty-seven. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh wait. I just refreshed mine. Now it says twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight <laughs> here. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like I'm not that far from you, Pat. Like I'm at I'm at minus one. Minus one is the correct temperature. Oh, you oh s- yeah. You Celsius people. Yeah. Zero anyway, is freezing. It makes sense. In Canada. Yeah. <laughs> where, where it never thaws. <laughs> you guys are colder than me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, guys, have, have yourself a safe, um, you know, a- end of the year here. Because uh, this episode will be coming out in December. Yeah, so uh, I hope so, everyone, had, everyone in America has had a good turkey day. Yep. Have a good and, turkey day. Yep. It's New Year's. Next episode. Next episode will be the new year, the distant future of 2022. And I think it's Pat's episode, so you got to think of something, Pat. It will be. Yes. It will be epic and extensive. <laughs> <laughs> so have, have a great night, everybody. Stay safe and, and celebrate as you see fit in the cold months. Merry seasons. Mm. Merry seasons. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at MArmorRadio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, MobileArmorRadio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion. 